0: And we're going. Okay. Today sucked. I had a bad day. Work was shitty. Nobody was there. This morning, on my way to work, didn't have my coffee, my my travel mug, so I took just a cup of coffee to work. Spilled boiling hot coffee all <laughs> over my garage in my car. Just fucking just gloomy and rainy. Had to drive home in the rain. Nobody knows how to drive. So it's a mad episode. A mad. What'd you think about Bronson?
1: Bronson. What did I think about Bronson? Oh, we Br- need
0: a, we need a spot for the theme song. Oh. We'll put it here.
1: eating soup alone is a podcast hosted by me christopher crumley and co-hosted by nicholas johnson we try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week.
0: Okay, what would you think about Bronson? Do you want to start with Bronson? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bronson was
1: an A minus. Next. A minus. Yes. And you just want to zoom through it like that? No. Okay. We need a lot more show than that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen Bronson? What do you think about Bronson?
1: I liked it a lot. I'd yes, say I've seen it's Bronson.
0: A, I'd say it's a B plus.
1: Okay. So the last action. I'm kidding.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, what'd you like about Bronson, Chris?
1: Well, when's the first time you saw Bronson, Nick?
0: Shortly after I saw Drive, Chris. So probably like, I don't know, 2014, 2016? Why?
1: What? Just because you had, a,
0: had a big boner an affinity? For, I had a big boner for Nicholas Winding. and if I'm being honest, I still do. Yeah. I haven't seen Neon Demon. I don't love Only God Forgives. But Those are two
1: I really want to see. I've never seen them.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see Only God Forgives again. I remember it being bad. And I think the general consensus is that it's bad. Maybe one of the best-looking movies I've ever seen. But I said it while we were watching Bronson. I'm such a sucker for that classic uh, ref and winding shit where it's just like a very slow shot of somebody standing completely still, still with a bunch of like electronic music playing in the background. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Something you said
1: during our viewing of this piece of cinema I think is a, a, a very apt description. I think you had a very... It was very apt which was oh you said uh that it reminds you of so many other movies yes yeah not in a bad way no i don't don't mean to slag this movie i can't do a British accent i love it i love i love all (laughs) i don't mean to slag this movie off i love
0: (laughs) 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 like that's i think most of the humor for me personally in this movie comes from when someone says something to him, like the art teacher's like oh this is just top mate and just says something in spanish and he's like Fucking what? <laughs> so yeah. good.
1: Anyways, um, I, I don't. I, I really don't mean to slag this movie off, but yeah, it's curious because it does feel like so many other movies. It feels a little bit like *One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest*. It feels a little bit like *The Shining*. I feel like it has a little bit of like a *Goodfellas* ish thing to it, just with mm-hmm. like the narration and the crime. Like almost if Martin Scorsese relaxed, took a deep breath, and then set one of his gangster movies in, like, Britain or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of meandering and kind of generic art house. Yeah. Which is a bit of a critique that, again, I don't mean wholeheartedly because it's, it's an A-minus movie. There's a lot of magic here. A lot of this works. But it is interesting um, how much, like, style and how effective it does have while also being generic and not fully Nicholas yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. thinking about it while we were watching it and thinking about it today and doing some reading about it and stuff like that from what i'm thinking about it feeling like different movies the whole thing feels pretty cohesive it all always feels like the same movie oh yes but i was really noticing while we were watching it like when he's in prison or when he goes and sees his uncle or when he goes and starts fighting with uh super hands
1: oh sorry real quick yeah also the blue velvet when he yes it's uncle jack it feels a little bit like that uh Scene where they go to the like
0: apartment of that guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anyone's he name. He in move but... into the light bulb. Yeah, just passed away the
1: other day. Rest in peace. Well, don't say shit like that because you know this ain't gonna come out.
0: Well, when this comes <laughs> out, it's still gonna be the other day. It's not today.
1: Yeah, you just passed away a day that wasn't today. <laughs> yeah, we gotta start using generic terms like that so nobody knows.
0: Um. Anyway, yeah, and I was thinking, well, that was specifically when he's fighting with super hands, and mm-hmm. you get all those slow shots um, with all the techno music. That's, like, the only time you really get it in this
1: movie. Well, I, I want to pause for a second to talk about the humor. That's a pretty funny scene where he's like, 20 quid, and he's like, you pissed on a gypsy in a fucking <laughs> abandoned farmhouse. I give you magic back then. Yeah. yeah, he's like, this is not exactly the you know talk of the town or whatever. He's like, all right, when's the next one, then?
0: But... Yeah, every time he's somewhere else, it feels different and almost like he's in somebody else's world. And I think this isn't my original thought. I forgot where I read it, but, like, yeah, he starts at the beginning and, you know, he's, like, always wanted to be famous, can't sing, can't act, so I'm pretty shit out of luck. Mm -hmm. And so he decides to become, you know, Britain's most violent uh, inmate. Mm -hmm. And I think the theme of this movie is up until the end when he starts doing art like starts painting and stuff like that Mm -hmm. he is a creative person who needs an outlet but Mm -hmm. he just doesn't have one Mm -hmm. so he's just trying to find it the whole movie Mm -hmm. and so that's why when he's like in the first couple prisons and then he's in the asylum and then he's with his uncle and then he's fighting they all feel different like he's going through different places trying to find out what's right for him Mm -hmm. but obviously he's a Goldilocks he's an insane person yeah like Goldilocks but He's he's like Goldilocks He's an insane so he person. punches more than she does. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't remember her punching much.
0: It's been a while since I read it. She might throw a punch or two. Um, but yeah, until eventually at the end, he finds what he's looking for. But also at the same time, he's an insane person, so it doesn't go well for him.
1: Yeah. It reminds me a bit of like the socioeconomic, um, or I guess perhaps a better way to phrase this, uh it brings to mind like the concept that uh like low status kind of like uh low on the totem pole like uh, low socioeconomic status oh my god my fucking say I- I low can't even socioeconomic know- again uh, yeah i know uh i i apparently my 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 body decided that uh inside of my my cranium is where i'd like to store all my poop now so i don't know where my brain went
0: then wake up your ass
1: yeah <laughs> anyways what the fuck you know he's got shit he's poor he comes from a family nobody what the fuck and it's just that thing where when people are in that situation you know they fucking they get violent because they have mm-hmm. no outlet they have no resources they have nothing uh, and it, you know it, here's something here's something beautiful and i'm gonna try to fucking poop out of my little mouth hole uh yeah we all got an artist inside of us just some people get fucking lucky And other people end up in prison. Yeah,
0: that's a great point. That's a great way to put it.
1: That's what the movie's about to me.
0: Yeah. Also, something I really like throughout this movie, which is strange, and it it doesn't really beat you over the head with it. But throughout this whole movie, watching just this insane man beat the shit out of people and get naked and beat the shit out of people, I'm always like, I like this guy. Yeah. I'd like to hang out with him.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it kind of speaks to that. Excuse me, that thing about, uh, hey, we. well, you know, watch little cartoons about sharks. Mm-hmm. You can relate to anybody. Shark Tales. Even murderers.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not excusing murderers. I'm just saying human beings are very forgiving.
0: Doesn't murder a single time in this movie though, so that's cool.
1: Well, yeah, he almost tries to.
0: Almost tries. Yeah. uh I But anyways,
1: well, you know I like the Durst or the Jinx or whatever the fuck, Bobby the Durst.
0: Everybody likes the Durst.
1: Yeah. He's fucking in prison now for murder, rightfully so. That yeah. man committed three murders for sure. Absolutely, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, no question in my mind, he's murdered at least three people. He's
0: in jail for maybe one, but we all
1: know. We all know he did three of them. Yeah. Uh, But I was watching that that show, and just like John Mulaney was saying, I, I saw that before I saw The Jinx. There's a little bit where he's doing some crowd work, and he talks about how likable this murderer is. Mm-hmm. He's America's most likable murderer. Absolutely. I can't
0: think of a more likable murderer. So when you don't have any eyebrows, you just look weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, right off the rip, uh, I love... <clears throat> this movie does something that uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Boogie Nights also does. I'm sure plenty of other fucking movies have done it. I just ain't seen it. All right, give me some slack. I have shit for brains. But during the 70s, like the first half of the movie, it's all like uh, classical music. And then I assume it becomes the '80s because everything becomes electronic after a certain point. I, I didn't think. notice that. I just noticed except the ele- when he plays it when the, he asks for some music.
0: Yeah, at the end. Yeah. I only notice, like I said, the electronic music when it's super hands.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And maybe it's that, but I thought there was like kind of a clear cut and dry be. thing. Could be. Maybe if we watch this movie more than this one time. Sorry, I'm getting angry now too. That's just that nothing in general. It's an existential anger.
0: Um, Tom Hardy.
1: No, Tom Hardy does a great job. I also hold on. Let
0: me take that one more time. I like Tom Hardy. I feel like just me going. I like Tom Hardy is bad. I don't like that. <laughs> so anyway, one more time. I like Tom Hardy in this a lot. He um, does a great job. Yeah, I think Tom Tom Hardy is. He's a guy that gets a lot of work and he's very famous. But I feel he's pretty underappreciated.
1: Didn't he's do a, a good really job guy with guy. the Venom stuff.
0: Uh, I don't think he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I from what I hear like his favorite 40 minutes of the movie got cut out so I think he's phoned it in on Venom too. haven't mm. seen either of them not gonna see him so I don't know um, I like him in everything he's done have you ever seen Locke
1: no nah.
0: I haven't either I'd really like to see it though but I think like the whole 90 minutes is just him driving down a highway it's a one-man show of him making phone calls oh, that's fun good.
1: yeah yeah like phone booth yeah like phone booth or whatever I think it's called phone booth i uh really like the uh i don't know it's 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 it's, as you were saying it's it's sort it's a sort of like fragmented and scattered movie because he's narrating the whole thing but there are two distinct hymns narrating it yeah there's prisoner bronson and then there's over the top sort of like you know uh vaudeville almost like a play a one-man play like broadway type um bronson don't I, believe... I guess that could play into themes of like finding yourself eventually. I mean, okay, he has yeah. both characters, whatever. Um, like both of them, it's neat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he feels dangerous and violent. Other times, I really
0: like. I like, I like the moment where I was like, "Oh fuck, how hard he's out here acting!" Mm-hmm. Is when he's in the theater bit in his mind. Mm-hmm. Half of them painted like a woman, and half of them just normal him, mm-hmm. just having a, a conversation with himself. And I'm like, oh, this is really good. Like, when he's the woman receptionist he's having a conversation with. Yeah. And I love that they do this instead of shooting that scene, it's just him telling you about it. Mm-hmm. The woman is very over the top and like, oh, you're not going to trial and stuff like that. But when he cuts back to him, he's very, very, very serious. Mm-hmm.
1: And it works. There are a lot of things that he does uh, that in my head I was noticing. Uh, I guess the word that I would use uh, is like almost indulgent but it's a yeah. it's a it's a role that allows you to be the same way that people allow daniel Day-Lewin, day lewis daniel day lewis to just go ahead and indulge you yeah know what i mean like there are a lot of scenes where i'm just like oh, like that scene where he's covered in black paint and he's just standing there on the fucking steps just, oh, just ass naked up, yeah. like flexing kind of and i'm like yeah this we, is when you really feel yeah like an artist when you're an actor you know this Gee, is the yeah. kind of role that really yeah. you no, can indulge I, in
0: i love that um one, we were talking about it the other day, I think, on this podcast. Not enough dicks in movies. Yeah. You see this dick a lot in this movie. You see this dick quite a um, bit. So prices. Leave it's
1: uncircumcised.
0: Um and it looks like
1: <clears throat> he wasn't afraid to just be like, yeah, this is what my dick look like looks like in my pants. I'm not gonna like fluff for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm not gonna make it look presentable. This is what my dick looks like in my pants. Yeah. Um Welcome to my dick.
0: <laughs> I like uh when he's in that room with his art teacher. And he's taking them hostage, and you sit with the the guards outside for a while. And the warden, he's like, "I want music," and they put music on. It's just them sitting outside for a while, and then you get like a a few brief shots of inside the room, but you never really see him until you finally do. And Mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's him just naked, and it's his back, and he's painted himself all black, and it's Mm -hmm. just like, oh shit, oh things are going things are going bad in here. (laughs)
1: There's a point where he's talking to the warden, and the warden uh, asks, what have you been doing with yourself? And he says, I've been building an empire. And then he goes, you're just ridiculous. And uh, that's just something I want to bring up for a moment because I know a lot of very poor people. Me included. And
0: what's that? Me included.
1: <laughs> I know people who are even more poor. Um, just people from, you know, the lowest uh social rung and uh yeah a lot of the times they've they 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 do that uh you know pipe dream thing Mm -hmm. i wonder if that's why it's called the pipe dream because you're sucking on the crack pipe and just being like man when i make it when i make it when i make it what do you think it is what's your guess
0: i don't know but probably not that
1: (laughs) well that's what i'm gonna describe it as because um i've definitely seen plenty of people ripping bowls and just being like Man, I'm going to make movies. I'm going to make movies. Oh, yeah. And in my head, again, specifically, this is a person who, not a malady opportunity, not trying to make fun of them. They're not the butt of the joke. Um, you know, and I'm being very sincere when I say this. I
0: don't even know if they've seen a camera capable of making a movie before. Pipe dream stems from the practice of smoking opium. So you're not far off. Yeah. Well, there you go. So anyways,
1: but yeah, that's what I mean to say is like in that way, Bronson, again, plays right into that that, that, that idea that like, yeah when you're born into a situation like that and you got the same kind of ambition but no understanding of you know what tools are available to you or like what you can do like what you're capable of you know yeah it's kind of you know what keeps the uh what is it the uh prison industrial complex making fat cats fatter and oh yeah yada 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 that part's a bummer so aside from that just a great viewing uh, experience. I would, I give it an A minus because I was, I'm almost an, immediately like, man, this is an A plus. I love it. I love it. But that's unfair. It is underbaked. Mm-hmm. Um, I would compare it to uh, like the Doctor Strange Love. It gives me like Doctor Strange Love vibes in the sense okay. that like, that's a great Kubrick film. I love it, but nobody would ever genuinely say that that's objectively the most important movie he ever made yeah you know what i mean yeah um it's still not quite the shining or 2001 yet he hasn't really figured his thing out yet yeah but you can see that he's got a lot of promise he's got an understanding of what's funny you know what's tense this that how to make things look neat irony how to play with the audience's expectations
0: yeah and the drive came out and everyone's like oh this yeah. guy knows what he's about now yeah and then only god forgives came out and everyone's like like i think he oh, forgot maybe not. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um something else that i love i think that i noticed watching this nicholas and winding is the quentin tarantino of hands you know Tar- tarantino always has a gratuitous feet shot in every yeah. movie there's a lot of shots and a lot of these movies i can think about where just they're not always the center of attention. Only God forgives they're almost always the center of attention. But there's a lot of shots in this movie where it's just, like, the way your shot is framed or, like, just the motion of it or whatever is almost completely dependent on his hands. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a few scenes where, like, I think Super Hands, when he first see them, and he's pouring him tea, and he's like, you look like you could be a good fighter. And he's, like, already has his hands outstretched, like, to give him tea. Mm-hmm. And he takes the tea and he goes... And it cuts the other shot, and his arms are just straight across the frame. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when the cops come to talk to him, and he's just sitting at the table like this, where it's, like, head-on from him, his hands are just like this, and they line up to his head. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Hands are the gateway to the soul, they say. And? No one says that.
1: I think hands are sexy. Elaborate. I don't know. Those weird little grabbers, huh? You know. <laughs>
0: What That's they, enough. <laughs> what they've been touching? What they can yeah. touch?
1: Oh God! Is there a, a, a more common everyday Seinfeld moment than like when you're using the bathroom with your friend and they go into the shitter portion of the bathroom and then they come out and don't wash your hands and you're just like,
0: Ugh. oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever actually experienced that. Yeah. And if I did, I was like, all right, yeah. I'm wiping this person from my mind. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: happened to me the other day. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We won't go into the detail about that. Uh that was just a big bummer though. Really bummed me out. It seems like a scandal. Like I gotta let people know, you know. Yeah. Like again it felt like the basis of a Seinfeld episode. Like I should be knocking things out of like you'd be like, Oh yeah, here's this and I'd be like, Ah no, yeah.
0: Here, (laughs) use mine, you know. (laughs) Ugh
1: whatever and but anyways it, yeah hands are sexy and i wanted to say um yeah you know i don't know there's that uh you know kind of there's like a youthful uh artist in embryo in utero or whatever like energy to this movie and it really makes yeah. me want to watch one of his later films and see yeah, how these sure. things develop you Always. know i feel invested in nicholas almost as if it were 2006 again and this movie just came out or yeah. something you know it's a beautiful um, movie.
0: I'd like to watch his... Ooh, I think it's his first movie. Don't even remember what it's called. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. I love me some Mads Mickelson. Yeah, he plays Hannibal. He plays Cliff. In Death Erd? Stra- nope. The big red dog. He might. I don't know. I don't know who voices Clifford in that new movie. It might be Mads Mickelson. <laughs> but he plays Cliff in Death Stranding. Both him and Nicholas schreffer Ryaning. Good friends. Of yeah. My, my boy, Hideo. I'm curious...
1: If it is a choice, um, as if it's supposed to be a motif or like a theme, if it's like Bronson's theme or if they just kind of ran out of money because they play that one electronic track multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He disrespect. might just like that song. Yeah, maybe it's Bronson's theme.
0: Maybe. I mean, I know, it's as far an as, actual, as I'm concerned, it's Bronson's theme. It's an actual song. Um, sure. I it. But it's it Bronson's up, theme. But I think it's just like Drive where they say that play the same few songs over and over and over again. Yeah. Which I like. I got no problem with. Yeah. It's
1: Bronson's theme,
0: but yeah, I'd give this movie a B plus. I like it a lot. Yeah, I just don't love it.
1: I love it. Yeah, I'm glad. But like I said, I just think it's not perfect, though. Yeah, I couldn't tell you exactly how you make it better, but I know that Nicholas can do better. Uh Is the the impression that I get when I watch this movie, in a good way? Like I say, to quote me in the beginning, I'm not slagging this movie off. I shouldn't have tried again
0: you third time's a charm we will get it next time
1: maybe if i do more of like a cockney thing
0: oh yeah it's very cockney i think
1: no if i do more of a cockney thing if i lean into it you uh, ah
0: yeah i'm slagging this movie off
1: almost that's you're Almost, almost there yeah exactly
0: i'm excited to see where that goes
1: yeah and i was also excited to see the last action hero
0: yes i'm very excited that we watched the last action hero because we were talking for like a good hour about what we were going to pair with our next movie. Uh-huh. And we're like, ah, this or this or I don't know, this. And you're like, what about all these movies that you should probably see? Nick? And I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then I just opened Netflix and I was like, what about Last Action Hero? And you're like, oh yeah, I could watch Last Action Hero right now. Yeah,
1: I loved it. When I was a kid, I don't think I understood what I was watching and I really thought it was just a movie... I didn't know uh, it was supposed to be, like, meta humor. I just thought it was, like, a legit Mm -hmm. movie about a kid who gets to go into his favorite action movie.
0: Yeah, I remember when I saw it as a kid, it was in, like, a a bargain bin at, like, Blockbuster or something like that for a buck. My dad's like, oh, I love this movie. And I'm like, yeah? And he's like, yeah, it's making fun of, like, action movies and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. And I watched it being like, okay, I get... That that's what this is doing, but yeah, I haven't seen enough action movies to really get it, mm-hmm. but enjoying it and having a soft spot for it the rest of my life, and I probably haven't seen it in, like, 15 years, but...
1: Yeah. Well, here's something I want to bring up, just a side note. poking Fun, the way this movie does in the meta sense, is, in my opinion, rooted in a love. Oh, yeah. And I think, for Shane Black, that's doubly true, because Lethal Weapon. I mean, he actually legitimately made movies that he was
0: spoofing yeah it's quite less craven of him oh very much so yeah yeah um you know there's even a scene where somebody says oh just two days away from retirement and yeah. they play the lethal weapon theme mm-hmm. song for a second
1: well i bring it up mainly just because i uh when uh there are some people who are like yeah dude it makes fun of all those stupid fucking action movies or something and it's like yeah but i think you're taking a, a little too far it's supposed to be not saying that all action movies are bad, it's just yeah. having fun with like how silly they can be sometimes.
0: Yeah, this movie also loves action movies. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that was just
1: a side note I wanted to make from the rip. And I also love action movies.
0: Yeah. And yeah, uh, mm-hmm. watching this uh, before we started it, didn't know uh, Shane Black wrote it, mm-hmm. which is a fun coincidence, because I am just telling you. How like,
1: much you love Iron Man
0: 3. How much I love Iron Man 3 and Lethal Weapon 4. I just watched The Nice Guys, it's one of my favorite movies, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, also one of my favorites. Um, and I just really like Shane Black a lot from those two movies that I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, watching this and being like, okay, this is written by somebody who's competent. So all these things that I like always wrote it off for as a kid for this being dumb or this being generic kind of feel like the point this time yeah. around. Like the kid we kept talking about, it's like, man, why wouldn't they get someone else? Like to uh, this Macaulay kid? Culkin. Exactly. But no, he is just a very generic kid. And he goes to a movie theater, and the like, old man who owns a the movie theater is like, Oh, I got this ticket from Harry Houdini. Yes. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, but like when you think about it in the context of this being, you know, a meta spoofy kind of movie, it's like okay, no, I'm into this. This is fun. You're supposed to a lot of this movie. You're supposed to go. All right, whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's got a little bit of Gremlins, uh, in the sense that you know the movie is kind of uh, one of the prominent early ep- uh, scenes is uh someone going like Ugh, i got this magical thing you know it's kind of very yeah. 80s right that's it's a very 80s plot device for like someone to have something magical like that yeah. um and i was saying it's got a little bit of this and that but i can't remember what the fuck the other shit was i don't know who gives a shit anyways oh back to the future a little bit because of the whole like him having to convince uh arnold that he's not lying yeah you know, kind of reminds me of the whole that's oh, no great it, job of it though Tell me who the president is, Ronald Reagan. You know. Ah. Um. Otherwise, yeah, it's got that you know kind of just uh, uh. Well, let's make this comment. Uh, I feel like it, in this movie, um, the excess of the '80s, right, the over-the-top nature, like the yeah. the Back to the Futures and the and the Gremlins. Um, during the early to mid '90s, were definitely flipped on their head for the sake of spoof. So yeah, so uh. This movie's very over the top, but what would have been taken seriously 5, 10 years yeah. before is now being laughed at, and uh, laughed at, like we said in the beginning, I don't mean to be a broken record all episode, but it still feels lighthearted. It doesn't really feel like it's trying to be mean-spirited, um, which is another thing, if you'll remember, that I kind of gave as a praise for the first scream, as opposed to the sequels. The thing that kind of sucks about the sequels is that it becomes much more like cynical and like, ugh, yeah, let me guess... And it seems mean, but in the in the original one, it seems like it comes from a place of love. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, um, so whatever I gave Scream is what I'm giving this movie. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> you know, we finished this, and you're like, "I love that." Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah I yeah, did. Yeah. I did. I did. I really, again, same as Bratzen. I really, really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Danny DeVito plays a cartoon cat. Uncredited. 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 Um, I'm a sucker for Schwarzenegger love him mm-hmm. and everything he's in i'd like to watch terminator and terminator 2 soon mm-hmm. this movie just doesn't leave me with a lot days yeah. later you know thinking about it like i i enjoyed it had a blast watching it but also the things we're talking about we're like yeah this is kind of generic and that might be the point it's still just kind of generic to me mm-hmm. uh, i really like that a big plot point is they have to save a dead body that has a gas bomb in it and the guy's name is mr fart yeah very funny to me mm-hmm. um I was saying while we were watching it, for some reason, like, there's a joke in this movie where someone goes, oh, open the glove compartment, there's a gun in there. And they open it and, like, a hundred guns fall out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you get that joke once. Hmm. They do it, like, six times in this movie. Funny every time. Gets me every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I felt so impassioned that night. And perhaps it's fair to say uh, I I didn't retain much of the wonder that I had that night. It's also fair to say maybe I should have written that down. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's a fair criticism. You're right. I didn't necessarily retain a lot, um, but I will say that the the movie really starts getting interesting. And this is kind of a criticism, perhaps too late. Yeah, because the what what really works, in my opinion, is the villain getting the the ticket. Yeah, right. That doesn't go far enough because it doesn't really have time to. It happens so late.
0: Yeah, I would say that's my biggest problem with this movie yeah like i like on one hand i do like well, i'm mixing two things together
1: you're like and dislike pile
0: no i mix it I, I was about to say i like this about it but i dislike this about it but they're two completely separate thoughts that don't merge Intercept, so i don't know yeah. why, why i was saying it but anyway uh, i do like that you're kind of watching three movies in this movie yeah it starts with jack slater three and then this movie. And then Jack Clare 4. And mm. then this movie. But what I was going to say is, yes, it gets interesting when he gets the ticket. Uh, the bad guy gets a ticket and comes back to our world. Yeah. But there's that end that end climax with him. They're on the roof. He's got the umbrella and the big long gun. He's like, I've got the tickets. I can go to any movie and bring anyone to this world. Say, say the word and Dracula will be here. The Wolfman. Hannibal Lecter will be doing dinner. It's just like you're just describing a better ending to this movie uh, <laughs> like you, if you're not gonna do that yeah you shouldn't have said that
1: um and i also i think it's really interesting when arnold comes to the real world there's yes. so many really neat things where he's like i've never just talked to a woman before yeah. or like uh oh this just classical music yeah because he yeah, like, hasn't heard I, anything besides acdc before. Yeah. he's like yeah i think i will like this i like that he says that he says i think i will like this yeah um, Those yeah. things are all neat.
0: Yeah, I like that because it's like, you know, of course he's going to come out and punch a window and be like, oh, my hand hurts now. But, yeah, the mm-hmm. little stuff of him being like, oh, yeah, I've never just talked to someone yeah.
1: before. And to be fair, some of the littler things really do work. Like, uh, I feel like they don't play it up for laughs. It just kind of happens when he shoots his gun and a car doesn't explode. Yeah. I feel like another... Director, whatever, would have played it up as like a big record scratch moment, Mm -hmm. you know. But it it just kind of comes and passes, like the tension doesn't go away from that scene just so you can get a cheap laugh, real quick, right? Exactly, yeah. And so, that's a uh, thing I'd like to commend the movie for across the board. I don't think it really ever goes, even with the fucking man filled with fucking exploding glass, gas. I don't think it ever goes for the cheap
0: laugh, yeah. Because that's what's that? I mean, his name is Fart, (laughs) yeah, but uh. Anyways, um, I like when he's in the real world and he's like running over the taxis and he's still doing it and he's still getting shit done. Yeah. But like he falls and he stumbles and gets like clipped by another car and then he gets back up and starts running again. And it's it feels, you know, like like you were saying, in any other movie, he'd get out one car and then fall over and go womp, womp. But mm-hmm. no, in this, he's just like, oh, no, he's getting it done. But it's much, much harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's that's what I preach about it is that reality has set in. And that is the joke. But, again, it's still, um, like any good spoof, as we've discussed, concerned with making a cohesive and decent movie. Yeah. Um, which is one of the things that, you know, uh, we mentioned in our Scary Movie talk, which is just that, like, obviously by the time that spoof got to that stage, it kind of lost sight of actually mm-hmm. being anything outside of cultural references. Anyways, uh, another example is uh, in the climax, I like that the, uh... ooh, bullseye, I like that bullseye runs out of gun money (laughs) and And then Arnold's like, ha, 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 you should have gone to the bank before you came here, (laughs) and he's like, nah, I just left a blank one in there to trick you, bitch, bam, you know, and and, and, then shoots him. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. That was neat.
0: I do like, I, I, uh, I get it's, it is played for a laugh spell. So at the same time, it's not, I really like when the bad guy comes into our world, he's walking around and he sees someone get shot and the shoes get taken. He's like, took their shoes. Yeah. He's looking around. And he's like, no sirens, no one's screaming. No one's running. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him somewhere else to a mechanic. He's like, excuse me, sir. Can you help me? And he's like, I'm trying to figure something out. And he's like, yeah, what can I do for you? And he shoots him a bunch of times. And mm-hmm. He just looks around. And he's like, I just shot a man. <laughs> and I did it on purpose. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. And just no cops show yeah. And he's like, well. Yeah, that was that's, good. Yeah, that's a, the, like one of the only scenes in this movie that has stuck in my mind since I was like nine.
1: Yeah, that's good. And also, I do like the scene a lot where the little boy is playing chicken with the car on his little bike. And he's like, I'm the good guy. Nothing bad can happen oh, I'm the comedic sidekick. This is not going to go well. you know? Yeah, no, he does an E.T.
0: Yeah. I don't like the E.T. part, but I like the rest of it.
1: <laughs> That's one of those, like, it's been done so many times that I just immediately forget they even did it. Like, if the movie makes a Matrix joke about the bending backwards thing, I don't have room in my brain to store that that happened. Yeah. Even to complain about it. I just, yeah, yeah. that goes in one ear and I've already forgotten it before it has time to leave.
0: I I did, uh, stuck with me, I really like uh, the like, mob boss above Bullseye. Yeah. Whenever he's like, oh, why you do this? He's just uh, such he an keeps... over-the-top Italian man. Oh, oh yeah. why you do this? You do a 360 on mm. it. Oh, I did a 180 on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he keeps messing up idioms and stuff. Yes, 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 yes. That's good. That's good. That's good. That is good. Um, But yeah, you're right. I mean, like I say, I, I am kind of now left uh a little at a loss oh that's the other thing it's got a little bit of who framed roger rabbit rabbit yeah feels a little bit like that yeah, just absolutely. tonally you know yeah, yeah not even just the cartoon cat although that does aid that does aid but it's kind of that idea of blending two worlds like a robert roger rabbit is like oh cartoon yeah. people exist here and so this one's like oh movie characters exist here mm-hmm. you know um that's another thing that it has going for it um if anything, I'd just say this is a safe bet. It's smart. It's good for some chuckles. Um, perhaps could have used um, kind of like a, a, excuse me, a slight restructuring, as we were saying a second ago. Like, some things just happen real late into the movie. You know? Perhaps there's ways that you could structure yeah. it so that, you know, maybe there's five minutes here, five minutes there that could just go away. And then maybe
0: you get... I'd say too many action scenes in the movie. Movie. Yeah,
1: well, oh, that's the other thing. It is two hours. Doesn't feel like it goes on for too long, but perhaps it could be stronger if you cut some of the stuff. You know, and make it a tighter one ninety. This mm-hmm. or I mean one thirty. This, you know, that might help it. Um, yeah, because like I say, I, I I am a little sort of in a position where I'm like,
0: and eh, what really did happen? Yeah, I'd say I I'd say the biggest problem of this movie is probably the end. Like I like the third act, all of it when they're in our world, but like him being shot and them trying to get him back into the movie so he could be alive again or not die. And...
1: I like Ian McKellen a lot. Oh yeah, he's great. Just that was one out. of my favorite parts yeah. in the whole movie.
0: My favorite joke in this movie was when Chris went man, classical trained actors just say yes to anything, don't they? <laughs> uh, but yeah, all that, and he's just like, you can't die on me. I can't leave you here in the movie. You're all I've got. You're my best friend. All that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um. Like. I think, comparisons to Scream with this movie work, for seventy percent of it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with Scream is at the end, even when it's still, being meta and doing the parody and doing the jokes and stuff like that. By the end, I'm like, I'm still very invested in this. Yeah. And this is still something I haven't really seen before. Yeah. At the end of this movie, I'm pretty checked out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, because they kind of wrap it up. They definitely don't stick the landing. One of the things I really don't like is when he goes back to the movie world just to scold his boss about how, like, this is all the movie, and I'm the good guy. Oh, yeah, he's an insane
0: person. ah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. ah, Don't like that at all. Ah, Have the restraint to keep it to yourself and just, you know what I mean? Be a cool guy. That's a cool guy move to just keep some shit under wraps, you know? Yeah, how do you... Nobody likes a blabbermouth.
0: How do you think the, the magic ticket works? Like does everybody that sees Jack Slater 4 now see little Danny in their movie and um, there's just weird chunks where people are missing and stuff like that? Or is it just that film reel? Does his Jack Slater just exist in that film reel?
1: I can see it going one way and I can see it going the other way. I feel like... It's gotta be the one where it's just that film reel.
0: Yeah, I'd like that better. Be because cool. that's
1: one of those things where it would turn into a kind of a hassle for... I feel like people would get kind of pissed. I mean, I... Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know what the ramifications would be, but just a couple off the top of my head are people being pissed that Jack Slater Ford, they're like, what the fuck, now there's this fucking kid running around it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, even if they don't understand right. that he's literally there because of a magic ticket, as far as they know, they're like, what fucking script did this guy write where, like, a kid has a magic ticket, so now he gets to be in this... What the fuck is this? Is this a Make-A-Wish thing? Like, what is this fucking thing?
0: And, like, yeah, <laughs> like arnold schwarzenegger and the writer and the director are like and everybody on set are like i've never we seen this we just make kid this movie be, never <laughs> seen this kid before in my life how did any of this happen
1: yeah in interviews they just say the studio really uh did did a number on this one yeah, i don't seen, they added all these s- scenes with this kid s- i had none of that in my script have either. you seen
0: jurassic park it was, it's like that that's how they did it.
1: so anyways um that's funnier though so oh. i'm gonna say that one the one where it changes okay. it for everybody what about you? I mean, do you wanna
0: weigh in? I like the 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 real one better, even though it's it being tied to one specific reel, even though it's not as funny. I think that would be that would make Well what happens
1: up. when it becomes digital? I
0: don't know. The Houdini ticket don't work no more.
1: Mm. mm.
0: It's tied to your IP address.
1: Mm. 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 Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I don't know. I give it probably. I was really gonna. I was genuinely considering giving it like an A minus. Yeah. But now that things have the the you know settled down, and like I said, I've retained kind of a, substantially less of it than I thought I was. I'm gonna say this is a C+. I
0: was gonna say a C plus as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. C Better than Iron Man three. Worse. Not quite as good as Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Yeah. Or Lethal Weapon. Or The Nice Guys. Or yeah. Lethal Weapon 2, perhaps. Lethal Weapon 2 is the one where the guy's got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> that's have, it's, cool I shit. haven't seen any
0: of them. But diplomatic immunity. Ta- <laughs> yeah, you told yeah. me that. I gotta I got see these now.
1: It's just been revoked. Well, because that's one thing I want to mention is also, like, again, like, Shane Black, uh tongue-in-cheek like you know likes action movies so yeah he's got moments like that which are over the top where like the the villain and spoilers in lethal lethal weapon 2 is running across the top of like a yacht and like the racist one and danny glover are down uh on like the main floor (laughs) of the boat or whatever Uh, i can't remember his name ever um not Mel Brooks, Mel Gibson. Yep. Uh, and yeah, he runs across, then he's like not paying attention, then he like, oh, double takes. He sees him, so he stops and turns towards him and he goes, diplomatic immunity, because he's just done a lot of crime. And then uh, Gibson goes, it's just been revoked. Don't remember how that movie uh, wraps up, though, because I don't know. He could probably get in a lot of trouble for that if he does have diplomatic immunity, right?
0: You just leave. Yeah. You're not there to know happening? Yeah.
1: I was too busy leaving N-word voicemails with my wife.
0: I haven't gone to the gun bank in a while. I got no money in this <laughs> thing. Anyway. Has the- anyone on the
1: set of the Spider-Man, Same Ramy been confirmed to be racist?
0: I had a racist? I had a better transition, Chris. Oh, okay. What is it? Well, I already went past now. <laughs> no, go ahead. <clears throat> that being said, Chris, you know, you're taller than you look. One more time, champ. You're, you're a lot taller than you look.
1: <laughs> Who says that in that movie?
0: Mary Jane. How oh, do you not remember this? God. I was. No, how- I remember it. I was howling. <sighs> um, I feel like Tobey Maguire is probably a racist, though, right? <sighs> I
1: heard he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of at the end when she's like, I love you so much. And he's like, there's just so much to tell. And she goes,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: There's just too much to
0: tell. We had to take that one back. We left sorry.
1: Yeah, we actually had to watch it twice. Because just the way she says yeah is like that thing you do when someone says some shit and you're like, ah, I, I know what you mean, buddy. I,
0: before we start dogging, Yeah, I love this movie.
1: Yeah, I love this movie too. I, I Yeah, that's. I was thinking about the car. I was like, God damn it, I'm going to start making fun of it. And he's going to think I hate this thing. No, I love this movie.
0: I, Again, I'm sure... Anyone my age, including you, exactly the same. Obsessed with this shit when it came out.
1: Well, this falls into the category of uh, uh, media that is objectively bad superhero-based that I uh, will defend until my dying day, which is uh, the first Spider-Man, the first X-Men, Blade, um, Batman uh, 1989. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's some. I'm forgetting The Crow. Those are just things that they rip, whether you want to admit it or not. There's yeah. only one person you're lying to, buddy. It's Yourself. your own self.
0: <laughs> I'd say I would put this in 89 Batman like yeah. in their own category yeah. those other ones cuz they've got the more way. value. They do yes. they do.
1: They objectively has more they have more impact and relevance and yeah. importance. Yes. I was
0: obsessed with this as a kid and I got a little bit older and I think I was like I don't know like 14, 15, 16 and I saw it and I was like Oh no, this movie is bad. Yeah. And I spent the rest of my life until the other day telling people no you need to rewatch that movie because people are like oh it's my favorite spider-man I'm like no you're wrong
1: this movie's bad toby maguire is the worst part of this movie probably dog shit yeah he's not a good actor not a good actor not not a a good good peter not a good spider-man yeah they shouldn't have given him this role and then also i couldn't imagine this movie without him
0: yeah and then i also like i also in the same breath while doing that would be like also you know what else sucks 1989 Batman. It's no good. Yeah, no, but it's Michael dog Keaton
1: shit. is like the worst Batman. Yeah. I know that people like get real mad at that show. my Batman. It's like no, but he's... again, in my opinion, he's probably the worst part of that. movie, yeah. in my opinion.
0: But rewatching this and rewatching 89 Batman in the past three years, I get it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely get this. This movie has a lot going for it. Yeah, it's got a lot wrong with it and a lot yeah. of really shitty stuff in it.
1: Well, it's interesting. Let's just get you know rip roaring right off the track. One of the first things I think I said out loud during our viewing was, like, this seems like the bridge between what superhero movies were, like, 1989 Batman, and what they became, the MCU. Yeah. Especially the scoring. A lot of Danny Elfman's score that doesn't sound overtly like a, you know, Danny Elfman song Mm -hmm. has, like, the kind of, like, just ambient kind of swellings that you'd hear in the background of, like, a Captain America or or an Avengers or something. And I was like, "Wow, a lot of this you could honestly cut and paste." And I would think that it was just what Marvel had actually used, like, yeah, because uh, there's a lot, like I said, that doesn't sound like the Simpsons theme song yeah. or 1989 Batman like theme, like, or Beetlejuice or something. It, it it's pretty generic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, I'm like, mm, "This is pretty." It's also very well lit, much like a Marvel movie these yes, days. Yes, I can see everything.
0: But also... It feels... It feels... Oh, sorry. Go on.
1: Well, you can say... I was just going to say it feels sometimes like Power Rangers. So oh, Especially oh, yeah. when they're <laughs> talking on the fucking rooftop. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of... Uh, I think you should leave. The, the Chunky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it reminds me of the Chunky skit. There's a skit... Real quick, if you haven't seen it, it's just a joke about a game show where if you don't do well, a giant mascot comes out and gobbles up your points or whatever, and uh, the gentleman tries to speak at a certain point and the host yells at him because he's like the mouth on the mask doesn't move when you talk and so it looks stupid and that's exactly what happens in, in, yeah. in, in some of they're these scenes of where like <laughs> fucking what's his name willem defoe is like you know son of man we can really
0: do a number <laughs> you know and you're like yeah they're, they're, they're like nice enough to like let the eyelids down on the yeah. goblin so you can see his eyes but yeah. like yeah, they're on that rooftop, and spider mans just laying there because he got he got knocked out, gassed. <laughs> the Green Goblin's like, "You need to figure out what Chunky does." And Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. goes, "I got too much fucking shit on me. I can't yeah. move."
1: On that same topic, though, I remember reading somewhere about how Marvel intentionally gets their superheroes out of the masks because yeah. fuck, I paid you know Chris Evans like five million to do this shit. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, I'm not gonna not see Chris Evans's face. I'm sure that's true. Sure, also, they know that it's going to look like Power Rangers if they don't take yeah, the mask yeah, off yeah. <laughs> Iron Man and um, shit like that. But they're also fortunate that uh, Captain America doesn't really wear a mask. Uh, Thor doesn't really wear a mask. Kind of just Iron Man and Spider-Man. Hulk don't really wear a mask. You know, Black Widow don't really wear a mask. Yep, just Hawk the two. Man, yeah. So whoever said that about, like, uh, getting their superheroes out of whatever, I mean, they were probably just talking about Robert Downey Jr., honestly. Yeah. It was probably written before Tom Holland was even able to swing webs.
0: This movie... You're right. It does feel like the middle zone between the superhero movies. The Twilight Zone. But it also feels like the Twilight Zone of just movies in general to me. Yeah. It feels modern well, to me Well, that's how still. you feel.
1: You feel like... Uh, I, I feel like, uh, in general, you, you think of the aughts as kind of a canyon where we didn't really know what we were doing.
0: Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie feels modern to me in points, but also there are a lot of shots in this where I'm like, this looks like Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's very strange.
1: I know what you mean in the sense that, like... Uh, yeah throughout the 90s and the aughts i feel like there was this thing where like i don't know if it was the old guard like there were just so many people still making movies that had been making movies for just decades and decades but yeah like every now and again watching movies from those two decades specifically you'll just get huge whiffs of like fuck did they shoot this 15 years beforehand (laughs) and then like build a scene like a movie around this scene like this camera angle, or, like, just the way it moved. It's not enough to, like, stank up the whole movie, and by no means is it even bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it even looks bad. I'm just saying, yeah, like, every now and again you get a little thing where you're like, did the dude who worked on the second Ghostbusters make this fucking thing? Because yeah. this looks very Gremlins too. you know? Like, this looks, you know... And it's so intangible. Like, I couldn't even describe what it is, but there's just something about, like...
0: Just, like, a grit, or a grime, or a lack of energy. or
1: Yeah, or, like, a move, or, like, a tone, or, like, yeah. something, where it's just, like, this feels... Of another era.
0: Uh, I'd say my biggest problem with this movie, besides Tobey Maguire, um, is Spider-Man is a very, very old character. Uh-huh. And there are a lot of things about Spider-Man that in the, the hundred years he's been around, yeah, we've all collectively gone, well, in comic books mainly, have collectively gone, we're going to shed these things off. Because it's not really at the heart of this character. Okay. It's not really what we love about him.
1: I'd like you to give me an example. But first off, I did want to definitely bring up... Uh, maybe they mention it? But let's start here. Captain America and uh, Wolverine and like Hulk are all some variation of government experiments to create like super soldier, this, that, and the other. Why are they making super spiders? Why not? Well, I'm sure you could have a reason, like oh, perhaps they could do stuff for us.
0: Well, a scientist, a scientist went to the guy that owned the largest electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. Yeah. And said, "Hey, I could probably take all these spiders. Yeah.
1: And make them super.
0: Make them one spider. Yeah. The guy owned the largest electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. went Fuck, that sounds tight." <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Make a bunch of super spiders. Yeah. Um. No, I have no idea. I really have no yeah. idea. I think in the comics, like, they're just doing tests on spiders in this room and yeah. radiation tests in this room and a spider yeah. went to that room and then bit.
1: Which is fine. Like I said, I have no problem with this movie and I'd prefer that a bit, but it is odd that they're on a school field trip and they're just like, Yeah, this is our super spider room. Anyways, did you know that we have the largest, like, and it's like, wait. No, no, no. Why are you guys doing super spiders? <laughs> they go, they
0: go, hey, here's a big telescope. Here's some spiders we're working on. Yeah. Anyway, and someone goes...
1: One of them's missing. One of
0: them's missing, and they go... Huh, that's weird. Aah! I know, yeah,
1: I forgot about that. When when she goes, huh, that's odd. Anyways, oh, no, I think she says, oh, well, the scientist must have miscounted. I think, I think she says like, something uh, like maybe that. Maybe they're doing tests on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, whatever. So, again... uh yeah, not a huge deal. Uh, this movie does not lose points for it, but I, I, I definitely uh, love the fact that they're like, yeah, anyways, we've been making Super Spiders. Uh, but we do so many other things that, you know, that's not even something, you know. We could talk about the... Yeah you know it's like okay hang on wait a second what do you what do you what do you you mean super spiders what does that entail can i smash them if they're in my house can i smash them
0: in the best spider-man movie yeah the amazing spider-man starring andrew garfield i said it haven't seen it come at me
1: but i have seen that scene where he like does a super ollie into a slam dunk i think
0: fuck yeah he does yeah that's why it's the best spider <laughs> um
1: yeah well i think if he was listening to uh american idiot in the background you would have creamed your
0: jeans oh yeah absolutely he opens his locker at one point and he's got an atticus clothing sticker and i'm like oh yeah. god <laughs> he wears a thrasher shirt at one point and i'm like oh god <laughs> um but in that yeah the spiders are being created to make the the webs the like cartridges that his webs come out of. Nice. Oscorp is using that like as a material to pull things okay. with less. Yeah. You know, instead of getting big steel beams to sure, like yeah. support things, just hey, what about this I really gotcha. strong spider web we can make?
1: Like I said, not necessary and I'm we're spending way too much time talking about it, uh arguably, but funny that they don't Say anything about the super sliders? Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> anyways. yeah, so. we're making them anyway. Move forward. Uh, Harry's but, a goddamn mouth breather. He he's a mouth breather. Basically, barely gets a thought out of his head.
0: Yeah, he's just the dumbest, dumbest piece of shit um, while trying to hit on Mary huge Jane. Piece of shit. I hate him. Yeah, um, hate him already. But no, no, back to what I was saying. My oh, overall sorry. problem my with this movie. Yeah, yeah, the stuff they shit off. Like Spider-Man being like, "Oh God, I'm just this dweeb, and I'm always getting picked on." And, yeah. oh boy, I love this girl. And oh, if she only noticed me and they. Yeah, becomes a big strong superhero man and finally she starts noticing him and she's like you know what peter parker is a really sweet guy he does care about me and he's mm-hmm. like just all that shit that like doesn't really apply to spider-man that much anymore yeah is all of what this movie is um and it is just bad and it's harmful i think like this is yeah. definitely this movie feels from a different era
1: yeah. Where, yeah, I will say it, it feels a little like Revenge of the Nerds or something. Yes,
0: absolutely. Like, oh, man. Oh, 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 God, I can't believe
1: that spider bit me. Uh, I'm just going to go to sleep for a little bit. And then he wakes up and he's like, "Uh, Aunt May, I'll be downstairs in one yeah. second. You know, and he's a He ripped. looks out his
0: window and sees her changing because their bedroom window's space yeah. for some reason.
1: As if for sure she wouldn't have boarded over that window, absolutely. I don't know, 14 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if that was a situation, she would not have it set up like that. Yeah. The first time she noticed him mouth agape, like looking, <laughs> <laughs> not only would that be boarded up, she would never even make eye contact with Peter Parker ever
0: again. She looks at him through two windows and he's just in his room and he pulls up his camera and he goes, picture? <laughs> um, but yeah, all that shit and just him being like, like her having her shitty boyfriend yeah. and being like. Oh, you can do it. You can be an actress. I believe in you. I remember all your plays. Oh
1: uh- yeah, let's talk about that for a second. He pulls a full-blown Paul Stephen Rudd moment where you're just like, get this creep. Not even the character, just you. You offset. You gone because this is creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he says shit like that to her all the time. Like she's like, yeah, I think I want to be an actor, and he's like. Oh, my God, you were fantastic as the second Bush in that Pocahontas play. Peter, that was the
0: first grade.
1: And he's like, oh, I know, but
0: I cried when I
1: saw you do it.
0: Yeah. Again,
1: Revenge of the Nerds, red button, panic, eject, eject, eject. Oh, my God.
0: There's even a part where she's dating Harry Osborn. Yeah. And she's walking out of somewhere. And she goes, Peter, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I was just in the neighborhood well, I took two cabs and a bus to get in the neighborhood, but it's like, bro, this is, I think, her place of work. Also, not your girlfriend, your friend's girlfriend. Oh, and then it's fucking, and then I think immediately, he saves her from a gang of rapists. And, (laughs) yeah, it's awful. Oh, not good. And then he immediately saves her fucking life.
1: And, yeah, in in what I can only describe as like a yeah a uh, 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 a beta male fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And She's
0: like, I want to kiss you now, and he's like, okay. And then
1: <laughs> I don't think he says okay. I don't think he says shit. Yeah, I think he just goes.
0: <sighs> 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 and, then, and then oh my god, when fucking. <laughs> When Aunt May gets scared to almost death by the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get to. Tight, I will tight. Fucking love World of yeah, Div- <laughs> Great scene, yeah. <laughs> and deliver us. Finish it. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she's there. She's in a coma. And Mary Jane's like, does Spider-Man ever talk about me? And he's like, yeah. He asked me what you're like. Oh, oh and what'd you say? Oh, my God. I said, when she looks at you, you just... You don't feel right, but you feel whole. And when she looks in your eyes, you feel like a man, but a little boy. And he just goes on and on and on. Oh, no. It's so... Oh, no. Yeah, he he's just the worst fucking guy. And, like, they have almost no interaction with each other through this yeah. movie. She no likes, chemistry. No chemistry. Common interests? Not that I'm aware of. Do they
1: ever have an actual conversation? Or does she just say, Oh this and then he goes oh speaking of that your hair just tumbles down like that you know what i mean like yeah. is there ever a time where they have a back and forth or is it just her saying like oh i wish i was an actress and then him going yes you should absolutely be an actress or like
0: oh are you in the neighborhood
1: you know what i mean like her dialogue is always just setting yeah. up him going on some little monologue yeah. about how much he loves her
0: yeah like they they do that and she's like oh want to be an actress he's like you know, light up broadway here's a speech about it or she goes i'm fucking hairy," and he goes yeah oh that's strange Hey, we should grab lunch sometime. Yeah. She's like, okay, whatever. And then late, for the rest of the movie, I think she's just like, I want to fuck Spider-Man. And he's like, yeah. oh, well, this is what I told Spider-Man about you. And then at the end of the movie, she's like, it's you, Peter. It's always been you. Yeah. When? When did that ha- When did you yeah. make that change? She's like, when I was up on that bridge about to die, Yeah. all I could think is that I just want to see Peter Parker one last time. Why?
1: Here's what? another thing also.
0: Mm, Peter Parker
1: character... Maybe, I feel like when she says, oh, yeah, actually, I'm in love with Spider-Man, I feel like he would actually probably go, oh, well, that's really funny because actually I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> but anyways, I, I want to take a quick side note. Well, actually, before the quick side note, let's finish this up. Mary Jane, big problem. I'm offended. We talked about it during the film. She exists just to date Flash Gordon, then date Harry, and then date Peter, like, it, that's her whole thing is that yeah. she just exists so that she can not be Peter's and then he can be like oh boy man god one day and then eventually she is and that's a bummer yeah, so he here's just, the real side note she just gets
0: almost thrown off her bridge a bunch of times
1: yeah anyway so here's the real side note I read that Tobey Maguire spent a lot of time staring at spiders so that his movements would be more arachnid like
0: you could really see it
1: I, I don't think it was necessary no it was not I think he could have saved his time
0: anytime spider-man's moving it's a computer man yeah so yeah. cool yeah
1: that sounds like a cool thing you know i maybe like stare at a spider and listen to lullaby by the gear Mm-hmm. that sounds kind of cool
0: but you know what i read huh willem dafoe spent a lot of time with goblins staring at goblins <laughs> yeah. so that he could look like a goblin he did a great job and it works. it really yeah. did work um Godspeed, Spider Man! Fucking the best part of this movie. Yeah, he, I would say, I, I was, I was telling you this while we were watching it, and I think, I, I think it specifically happens when you get Green Goblin scenes, uh-huh. the Home foe scenes. This movie feels like a Sam Raimi Spider Man movie. Like it feels mm-hmm. like almost, a, like it almost came from like a different universe. Like someone stepped out of a portal and went, yeah. hey guys, mm-hmm. there's a universe where Sam Raimi made a Spider Man." Yeah, movie. And I'd be like, that fuck, topic? I'd love to see that on that topic one of the first directors
1: that were attached to the project was actually toby hooper yeah yeah very cool so it's, it's interesting thick. also that they decided to keep going in the horror direction with the director that they wanted to do yeah very strange you know what i mean isn't that interesting you yeah. kept going back to that well
0: and yeah there's some parts that are like sam raimi spooky in this movie
1: oh yeah like the we green goblin becoming green goblin yep, used to yep. scare me when i was a kid yeah and it was it just really sh- scared me shaking in the fucking thing yeah yeah and it's just fucking lanky, bony body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That little cigarette-smoking
0: art house fucking yep, yep. nipple him. man. Ugh. God, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he like, wakes up, and he's like, back to formula. And he throws him out by his <laughs> neck. And he jumps up on the thing and goes, wha! Yeah. Oh, it's so
1: good. Yeah, and then he wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, 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 what happened last night? Oh, God.
0: Yeah, and Harry Osborn... Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Harry Osborn, the worst son of the world, finds his dad just on the floor and goes, <laughs> Hey, wake up. Yeah. Dad, what's wrong? Yeah. Um, But I... A lot of, like, Willem Dafoe things in this movie... There, I was surprised at how much of this movie mm-hmm. I just remember word for word from mm-hmm. watching it on a repeat as a kid. Like I said earlier, just back to formula. Yeah. Two weeks. In two weeks, they'll have pulled our funding. Yeah. Just... Or, the largest electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. Just random little phrases like that, yeah. just stick in my head, and will be for the rest of my Here's life.
1: Here's uh, a an example, in my opinion, of uh, a way in which it has its foot in the past of um, Marvel movies. I feel like Marvel movies these days, could be wrong. But we saw some of them together. Mm-hmm. I feel like they uh, usually have like a big bad that they established, and that big bad's doing something. Mm -hmm. that's real bad for like a city yeah and yeah the green goblin is a menace but kind of he just wants to kill his board member guys
0: yeah i was gonna say what's his plan what is he doing that's all he's doing he just wants to be ahead of the company with his name on
1: it and so a second ago we were talking about uh like how i was i was saying that this movie just kind of does shit for a little while because nobody has a grand plan yeah Peter just is like oh wow well, now I'm super strong I should go wrestle macho man Randy Savage so I could get enough money to get a car that would impress the girl that I want to date
0: you just keep talking at her apparently
1: yeah and then he doesn't get enough money and the robber that he lets go ends up killing Ben which is a great scene that actors phenomenal oh, yeah.
0: yeah uh uncle I was blown away with Uncle, uncle ben ben and is Aunt so good yeah it may is so good too when they're crazy yeah when he drops him off in the car He's yeah. trying to he gives him the great power, great response. That to scene's probably line.
1: still like one of the most important like movie scenes Yeah. Ever.
0: Yeah. And he's like And you feel listen. it. That yeah. actor sells it. Yeah, when he's like, Hey listen, I know I'm not your father he's like, Then stop acting like that it That just little goes, whack. uh no I toby Tobey McGuire is whack, but yeah. when it cuts back to Uncle Ben he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll pick I'll pick you up here at ten. Yeah. It's like, oh heartbreaking. Oh mm-hmm. you feel it.
1: And then later, read it. <laughs> that's
0: not funny it's listening to someone do an impression of it is funny Peter and your face you did that face Uh, oh yeah you're trying to make me not laugh and you go (laughs) Peter it's very funny
1: but it's very sad seeing someone that vulnerable and him passing away right in his arms and then
0: Yeah, just the way he delivers that line we were yeah. talking about it as soon as it happened. Yeah. But he very much so seems out of it like yeah. he's going to die and then, yeah. oh it doesn't seem he's... like
1: a oh Peter Peter it's more of like, like a Peter It's just like, like oh hey I'm about to die and You're oh, fading out and you're like is Peter's that Peter? Here. Is that yeah. Peter? Oh.
0: Peter's here. Like yeah. it, it doesn't even sound like a weird confused he sounds no. happy like or not happy but because like, yeah. he's dying but he's just like like oh, if you
1: banged on the head real hard and maybe now your brain didn't work so good but like you'd be like
0: orange or you might be like new shoes yeah exactly that kind of a thing for yeah for all we know every cop or whatever that came up to him he'd go peter (laughs) Peter. (laughs) i have to pick up peter uh yeah and
1: then uh, peter corners the murderer slash bank robber slash not bank robber slash wrestling promoter sticker upper uh and he's got frosted tips then he spooks him out of a window and he falls and he dies and uh, with great power comes great responsibility. It's true. It's uh, the uh, Parker, Parker Principle, I think yeah. they call it. They yeah. call it the Parker Principle. And Aunt May, you know, that's great. And she says the whole thing about, like, Oh, I remember when you were four years old and you saw her and you said to me the same thing that Anakin Skywalker says to uh, Padme <laughs> on
0: Tat- Tatooine. <laughs> Aunt May, is that an angel? <laughs> um, we get.
1: No, that's. Uh, what's his little name? Guido? Guado? Guado.
0: Yeah, oh, who are like, you talking about? I'm just saying shit. The guy who's like, eh, hey, Annie! Uh, oh, Wado. Uh, yeah, Wado. <laughs> um, uh, so the
1: joke is, is that an angel? And then yeah. Aunt May goes, no, that's
0: Wado. <laughs> um. Um, fuck, what else was I going to say about this movie? I'm trying to find things that I like about it, because we said at the beginning, I like this movie, but we're kind of just shitting on it.
1: No, all these things I love. Yeah. I also love that he uh, goes into the burning building, and he's like, <laughs> ah, and there's a lady, she's like, and he turns around he's like, bah! Oh, so- scares the shit out of me. Every time. Yeah. And again, it's just one of those things where it's like, did he start that fire?
0: I'd assume so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Again, Power Rangers moment, just for him to be like, we gotta team up, you and I. And then yeah. Spider goes, Fat Chance.
0: <laughs> Fat Chance. <laughs> um.
1: And that's, oh, and then we get a little Matrix reference because every movie had to have a Matrix Yeah. Yep. What know, do you, so you think so that was? Do you think that, like, writers were obsessed with doing that? Or do you think, like, the studio
0: was telling everybody to do that? That's just what action like, scenes looked like, yeah. Just, we you have think a studios cool...
1: were, like, oh, we gotta do the Matrix thing yeah, again?
0: Yeah. Like, well, Spider Man does flips, so let's get him doing some in slow mo. Like yeah, Matrix.
1: Um. He slices his arm. I'm sure oh no, that's not true. When he was going home, he bumped into a, a, a newsboy news on a bike, and it,
0: his arm got caught in it. It must have cut him up. You know, like you, like one does in New York. But I do love, I do love when it cuts. Uh, What's his face coming up the elevator? Yeah, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. He's just like his eyes are just kind of twitching, and then he kind of snaps back into it. And he's like, "Oh God, where have I been?" <laughs> yeah. Um, and then maybe the strangest part of this movie. They go, like, oh, yeah, Peter's not here yet, and they hear something upstairs, and they go, oh, let's all four of us go up there and see what yeah. Peter's up to. Yeah,
1: it is strange that they all as a gang go up
0: and just see if he's up there. Yeah, they're
1: like, how funny it'd be with everybody and he's
0: just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I hate about this movie. Is just the webs coming out of his hands. Yeah, that's biological, and it's a body.
1: Bend, it's bordering on body horror. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Really I hate it.
0: I like. I mean, it's a classic Spider-Man thing that it's a, a puberty tale and stuff like that. And I guess that makes a little bit more sense for that. But, but gross. He's too old
1: to be going through puberty. Toby Maguire is too old for puberty.
0: Everybody in this movie is too old for whatever they're doing.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. I like the idea of early 20s spider Spider-Man, but. They dip too much into the teenage Spider-Man story,
0: well, mm-hmm. for it to work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. That's another thing I have no. How long does this? What? what amount of time passes in this movie?
1: Yeah, like I said, everybody's just kind of free balling. You know, like uh, there's that scene where uh. the green goblin tosses a pumpkin at like four people and it blows up and then their skeleton remains a solid before becoming dust for a quick
0: that's (laughs) i was gonna say that earlier his whole plan is to get rid of the board members so that he can be the head of the board yeah he turns them into skeletons with the bomb yeah why does he continue after that just be like "Eh, well now i'm in charge i guess (laughs) yeah
1: well because then at that point i think they don't lean into it but he's losing his mind because of his exposure to that stuff yeah true. but then they don't give him it doesn't feel like they give him another thing to do. Yeah. So like, if he does have an evil side of him, that's like, eh,
0: we're the Green Goblin now. like so we got to get Spider-Man. That's his whole motivation to oh, get okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. But um, again,
1: then why? Because what is the thing that Spider-Man is standing in between him and achieving? Total is it world maybe domination. The... Okay, sure. Not that bothered. There's also that scene that feels almost like out of the Incredible Hulk or something uh, where they're doing some bomb testing in the desert. Yep, yep, yep. And he kills them. Yep. So I'm assuming he rode the glider from New York to, which sounds bitchin'. It
0: does. A (laughs) a cross-country glider
1: trip? Cross-country glider trip?
0: Wowie. What else happens? What I would give. Um, He talked to himself in the mirror for a while. I love that. Yeah, very Shakespeare. should not work. But Willem Dafoe kills it. Willem Dafoe kills it. Uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jay Jonah kills yeah. it. Just knocks it out of the park for the five entire minutes. You That's see him in this slander.
1: Movie. No, I resent that. It's not slander. Slander is spoken. It's libel when it's printed. Yeah,
0: it's it's so good. Um, and I love uh, I love just like the little touch of him when Green Goblin comes again. him. He's like, "Who brings the pictures of Spider-Man?" and Peter's in the room, and he goes, "I don't know. They come in the mail." It's like, <laughs> Good on you, bud. Good on you.
1: Yeah, no, he's uh he's he's definitely very, very cool. I look forward to Spider Man too. Yeah. And what else happens? Uh they fight in what I think I read on Wikipedia is like an abandoned smallpox hospital. After okay. you get the set piece, that is the they're on the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever. Uh, and he's like holding the cable car full of kids that late at night. Where are they going? Who knows? Is it a field trip? Sure. And then he's holding on the Mary Jane I'm like, a they're rope? from
0: They're from California. They got jet lags. He's so like, oh, ah, I'm gonna let one of them go. Save the girl, or let's suffer the children. Yeah. And then someone throws a bottle at his head. He turns it on it's a bunch of New Yorkers, and they go, yeah. hey, you mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. Yeah.
1: That's something I love that Sam Raimi movies are full of, because in the second one, that same shit happens. I think so. Yeah, Joey Diaz goes, hey, you're gonna have to get through me, pal.
0: And then someone steps out and goes, me too. Yeah. And me. Yeah. I think we're being honest yeah they're probably like hey get some more america in this movie 9-11 just happens. yeah that's fair
1: that is fair anyways uh 9-11 national tragedy uh i remember
0: seeing a trailer for this movie in theaters where spider-man like webs up a helicopter between the twin towers can you find that online yeah probably or is it gone forever now no, it, i doubt it anyways they fight
1: in this smallpox hospital just a little bit not a lot of combat in this film. There's not a lot of uh, combat. No,
0: not really. Some people throw punches. Some people, yeah, dodge. That's pretty much it.
1: Uh, and then yeah, yeah. Oswald Copperpot accidentally gets glider knived when he's trying to stab Peter Parker. Um, iconic look, in my opinion, iconic look of the Oth's. Uh, the, 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 the broken up Spider-Man mask. Yeah. Fantastic. He looks great. That looks great. Definitely looks like he got the shit kicked out of him. And, uh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. Green Goblin does kick the shit out of him. Oh, absolutely. He gets his ass kicked. So it's great. I like the climax a lot.
0: Peter, please, I was like a father to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you get another moment where he's, isn't he knifed? And he goes, Peter? Or something, doesn't he say yeah. Peter? He goes, Peter. He like, blood?
0: He goes, Peter. Don't tell Harry. And then he dies.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he drops him off at home, mm-hmm. which is nice, because Glider's um, in the shop.
0: <laughs> glider's in the shop. I like that, the don't tell Harry and the, I was like a father to you, because that is very Green Goblin. But it's something that I feel like wasn't set up enough in this movie that I would have liked to see more of, because in the in the comics it is very much so like, hey, dude, you're like a dad to me. Please stop being the Green Goblin. And he's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry,
1: kid. My brain is broken now. <laughs> I got two of them.
0: Yeah. Um. Got Speed Spider Man. He does the flip. He goes, oh. Yeah. But it stabs him. Oh, yeah,
1: is real good. Um, oh, is great.
0: Embarrassing thing. I told you while we were watching this movie as a kid. I remember seeing this, and he does the backflip, and he goes, oh, "I was like a father to you." And Peter goes, "I had a father. His name was Ben Parker." As a kid, I remember watching that, being like. His uncle and his dad are both named Ben? That's so
1: weird. (laughs) Um, Then he drops uh, Oswald off at home, and Norman, that's his name. Yep. And Harry goes, Spider-Man brought my dad here,
0: and my dad's dead? Spider-Man must have done it. He can see from across this dark room that his dad is dead. Yeah. He goes, what have you done? And he pulls out a little gun that they just have in every drawer in that house, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then they go to the funeral? Yeah, but I'm just
1: trying to, I I get it, like. I understand that, like, Spider-Man may perhaps bring him there if he had killed him, because then it would look like maybe he was killed in his house instead of killed somewhere else. But. Yeah. Ultimately, I don't. No, if i would immediately jump to spider-man must have done it.
0: yeah that's very strange it's a
1: little bit of a stretch it's on un- it's believable enough that i don't even have to bring this up right now but it's a little bit of a stretch anyways uh yeah then they go to the funeral and the funeral looks like every funeral i've ever Wait. been to it makes me sad
0: chris what when he brings him back and puts him in the bed
1: yeah why he naked oh because he took all the green goblin shit off him because so harry doesn't know
0: yeah but you think under that green goblin stuff he's 100 naked 100 percent naked?
1: Think about it. It's Willem Dafoe, yes.
0: I, I even IRL, he's hundred <laughs> percent naked. I, I don't know. I feel like under that great galvan suit, you're like, at least got some under armor on, you know. Maybe. I feel yeah, like but maybe he's got pulled. boxers
1: and like a wife beater on, but Willem Dafoe, IRL, nothing. There's yeah, nothing okay. he's he's naked under that. Willem Dafoe is for sure.
0: Anyway, they go to the funeral. Harry's like, It is gonna be my life mission to kill Spider Man.
1: And uh Peter just goes, Yikes. <laughs> And then he has that conversation we've already alluded to uh, with uh, with uh, Mary Jane, uh, where he ba- she basically pats him on the head and goes, oh, there, 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 there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, when he tries to form thoughts. And she says, hey, I've always been in love with you. And then he goes, with great power comes great responsibility and walks off while like shedding
0: one tear. He goes, who am I? I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man oh we didn't talk about the kiss well i mean we did but what do you how do you feel about the kiss out of context from that whole scene
1: uh gross and wouldn't work <laughs> and would be awkward and uncomfortable i don't think it would be good
0: no i see it every time i see it to this day i'm like that's hot
1: that's, that's hot, hot. <laughs> i'm always
0: thinking no just because like i couldn't am- <sighs> but what about okay what about at the funeral when she kisses him yeah and he walks away and she touches her mouth like if that was upside down. <laughs> Do you remember that? Just
1: Straight up, don't even want to talk about it. A spider Man. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. Insane. Yeah. Insane. You know, I again, that Movie seems sucks. yeah, that seems like incel fanfic bullshit like i'm like i'm, yeah. like I'm, I'm envisioning that the block of text that says and then they embrace and share a kiss but peter explains to her that he cannot because she would be put in apparel but he doesn't actually say it he just you know you know that kind of thing and then he walks off whatever and she touches her lips because she recognizes that because she's never had a kiss like that before mm-hmm. except one time in an alley you know they're special kisses yeah you know, that kind of, yeah. of a thing like that where I, it yeah. wasn't a kiss
0: it was two people was, licking tongues <laughs>
1: it wasn't a kiss it was love is what it was Oh. The spark of true love, the kind of love it can't just be replicated by
0: any, you know, one night stand in the back of a club. You know. Anyway, to yeah. wrap this movie up, the things we missed that I like: Bruce Campbell's fun. Yeah, Spider Man's costume looks good still to this day. The
1: amazing flying spider, whatever it is. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> the amazing Spider Man.
0: Absolutely love it. Um,
1: yeah. Also, I love wrestling, so that was a great moment for me. They don't actually really do any real wrestling.
0: I just so it was
1: a little bit of a bummer.
0: Yeah. I love that the Spider-Man world also is, you going no way. is a reality where wrestling is real. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, Like Macho Man's actually trying to kill him.
1: Oh, yeah. Also, he spends all that time just being a fantastic artist. Yeah. He's designed his little just suit. Great. Uh, he's yeah.
0: homophobic to Macho Man.
1: Does he? What does he say?
0: He flips up and he's like, get down here. He's like, no. That's a nice outfit. Did your husband make it for you? Mm. Sucks. Yeah. Um, what else?
1: Not a lot of people of color in this movie. Macy Gray. Yes.
0: That's it, I think.
1: Hmm. I mean, you could say the same thing about the other two films, but mm-hmm. so, anyways, I don't know. This movie is a C plus. I think I'm gonna give it a B minus. B minus, okay.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm feeling. If if it wasn't for all the incel stuff, I'd give it an A.
1: Yeah, I'd give it some more points, but that is so deeply rooted in what story this movie is telling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to do a little bit of shuffling. But anyways, uh, Tangled Up in Blue, Tangled Up in Your Web. In Spider-Man's Web. What? That's that. You got nothing else?
0: no you're doing the outro oh that's that mattress man i was just confused by what the outro was <laughs> i was like does he have a new catchphrase now that he didn't run by me <laughs> to be fair you didn't run the first one by me either
1: if you need more soup follow us on instagram facebook and twitter or go to our website eatingsoupalone.com and until next time